0: Welcome to Fruit from the Vine, a Pierce Chapel podcast. I'm Jerry Aiken. Today I'll be leading you through a prayerful reading from James chapter 5 verses 1 through 6. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take some time to center ourselves, to ask God to clear away any distractions, focus on his presence take a deep breath in breathing in the love the grace the goodness of God and then breathe out letting go of everything that would distract you compete for your attention hold you back in this time of prayer roll your shoulders relax your neck and we pray Lord be with us here in these next few moments speak to us through your Holy Word. Feed us and nourish us. We do not live by bread alone, but by the Word of God. Hear these words from James chapter 5, verses 1 through 6 from the Common English Bible. Pay attention, you wealthy people, weep and moan over the miseries coming upon you. Your riches have rotted, moths have destroyed your clothes, your gold and silver have rusted and their rust will be evidence against you. It will eat your flesh like fire. Consider the treasure you have hoarded in the last days. Listen. Hear the cries of the wages of your field hand. These are the cries you stole from those who harvested your fields. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of heavenly forces. You have lived a self-satisfying life on this earth, a life of luxury. You have stuffed your hearts in preparation for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous one who doesn't oppose you. These are scathing words from James. We hear them and we figure they are directed towards wealthy people wealthy people who have exploited hardworking honest people if you don't feel that you fit that description it's easy to write this passage off and say well let me find another way to spend these moments with God this lesson isn't for me but I encourage you to look a little deeper This passage talks about living a self-satisfying life on earth, a life of luxury. How many of us are guilty of doing just that? Seeking comfort, seeking more convenience, seeking more things that make our lives just a little bit nicer. And while there's nothing wrong with being happy and finding joy here on earth, sometimes we are reckless in the way that we do so. All you have to do is look at your gadgets, your smartphones, your laptops, the very things that make life so much more convenient and then ask ourselves, where are these manufactured? How are they manufactured? Who does the hard work? And what are their wages? When we consider this, we realize that we play a part in a system that exploits, that harms, that oppresses. And sometimes we are on the benefiting end of that. Take a moment to reflect on this and what God would have you do about it. While we cannot directly affect the wages that laborers earn in factories that we don't own, while we can't actively free people from working in sweatshops, even if that is their livelihood, maybe there's a way that we could use our voice, our witness, to pursue and push for justice in the world so that these systems begin to topple and people are treated more fairly across the board use our witness and our faith in this way is not just a call for social action or social justice. This is evangelism. This is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who came to set captives free. If you consider the last part of this passage, it says, you have condemned and murdered the righteous one who doesn't oppose you. Some may read this and immediately think of Jesus, who was condemned and crucified, even though he was righteous. But Jesus himself said that whenever we do good to others, to those who are pressed, to those who are in need, to those who are not taken care of, whenever we take care of them, we do that for Him. So if we neglect to do that for others, we also neglect to do that for Him. What are some ways that you can serve God by seeking for justice, for fair treatment of others? I'm going to read the same passage now from the Living Bible translation. See if there's anything that stands out this time that you didn't catch the first time. Look here, you rich men. Now is the time to cry and groan with anguished grief because of all the troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is is even now rotting away, and your fine clothes are becoming mere moth eaten rags. The value of your gold and silver is dropping fast, yet it will stand as evidence against you and eat your flesh like fire. That is what you have stored up for yourselves to receive on that coming day of judgment. For listen, Hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. Their cries have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have spent your years here on earth having fun, satisfying your every whim, and now your fat hearts are ready for the slaughter. You have condemned and killed good men who had no power to defend themselves against you. James says here that the value of your gold and silver is dropping fast. It's a reminder that anything we accumulate here on earth depreciates. Even money itself, as inflation rises over the years, the value of your treasure will depreciate. All the way to the point to where when we leave this earth, it's literally worth nothing at all to us anymore does this help you reframe or reevaluate what is important in your life right now We give glory, honor, and praise to God for his holy word. May his word continue to dwell in you richly, and may you continue to be fed by this fruit from the vine. Amen.